This is Kira, and welcome to the Alternative Podcast, a Southern podcast about anything and everything. Hi, hello, welcome back. Episode 5 of the Alternative Podcast. Today's episode is Growing Up in Asheville, Trashville, North Carolina. Um... A lot of my friends are from here, uh, grew up with them, or, you know, they grew up in this area, uh, you know, even in, like, the surrounding areas, like, you know, not just Asheville, but, like, Candler, which is where I lived m- most of my life, um, you know, Weaverville, you know, it, it, Swannanoa, like, it's all the same (laughs) it's all Asheville um it's kind of like when you know someone's like oh I'm from Concord where's that Charlotte I'm from Charlotte it's the same thing like if you tell someone like oh yeah I grew up in Pisgah where grew up in Canton where's that Asheville I'm from Asheville oh okay um so it's kind of the you know the, the the spot on the map to be um I'll be honest, I used to like living in Asheville. As an adult, I hate it. I hate Asheville. I hate what this town's become. Um, This is definitely going to be like a soapbox episode. So, um, I apologize in advance. Definitely on my soapbox on this one, though. Um, Just had somebody in work that was just kind of rude and found out that they were a halfback. If you are not aware, a halfback is somebody who is is from up north moves to like Florida and then moves halfway back and so they end up in like North Carolina so those are halfbacks you know so or you know you're or vice versa you know you're from Florida and you move up north and then you move halfway back down so it's kind of like you're halfway back home uh so half a halfback came in and they were just kind of rude about about stuff and I don't feel like dealing with it today and it just kind of pissed me off because it's like people like them kind of ruined this town it used to be this beautiful artsy town that was just weird and people could enjoy the weirdness but now it's just overpriced crap you know and my friend Marla had a post a long time ago And it was so eloquently put. Actually, hang on a minute. I'm going to pause this and I'm actually going to go find it so I can read it because it is so eloquently put. And it is the epitome of what Asheville has become. Let me go find this. Hang on. We're going to, we're going to do some, I'm not pausing this. I'm going to talk to you while we do this. Let's see if I can find it. There she is. This is from a long time ago, so bear with me while I try to, maybe not. Maybe, actually, maybe... It's deleted. Maybe they deleted it. 
womp. Maybe she deleted it. It's okay. It's okay. Anyway, so a lot of what it said, it was basically how Asheville has sold out itself and pimped itself out to, oh, here we go. I found it. I found it. All right, so Marlena Eller, uh, or excuse me, Marlena Van Zant, um, on Instagram is Thor dot God of Thunder Thighs. Go give them a follow because she's hilarious. She's beautiful. She's fantastic. Um, definitely go follow her. Uh, I can. I love Marla. She is a delight in this world. Um, but this post is from end of October of 2020, and she had moved to Tennessee. Uh, she moved to Johnson City at one point, and this was soon after that. So I'm going to read this little post, and it is perfect in describing how Asheville is. Quote, why would you ever want to leave Asheville is a question I've gotten so many times over the past two months that I feel as if I now have a rehearsed response to ready to give people. Asheville is not the utopia you've been led to believe it is. I was born and raised there, and there isn't a single part of it that feels like home anymore. Asheville has sacrificed all sense of Appalachian culture for a few breweries and a false sense of superiority due to being, quote, open and accepting. There's nothing truly accepting about Asheville unless you're rich and white. Don't let the welcome y'all and y'all means all sign fool you. There are incredible people in Asheville, don't get me wrong, but the culture is fake. It's toxic, and even my worst days in Tennessee have still brought me hope. Above all else, Asheville holds horrific memories that were making it hard for me to fully heal and grieve. Um, I'm going to skip some of this because... Um, let me see. I don't want to, you know, read all of her business, you know, and, you know... If you read it, you read it, but give her a follow first um, and stick with her because she's just fantastic. I just, I don't want to like post her business all over everything. Um, basically, that's it. All, but that quote has sacrificed all sense of Appalachian culture for, you, for a few breweries and a false sense of superiority. That is the jam that gets me jellion. I, when I read that, when she posted it and I read that, mm. it was such, it, it clicked. I was like, oh my God, somebody put it into words. The feeling of Asheville. And it's it's true. There's still a lot of bigotry in Asheville. There's still a lot of um, superiority in Asheville. There's still a huge, um, I mean, there's so many problems in Asheville. And it's changed so so much over the years my family has been here for generations generations like at the very least the late 1800s very early 1900s they were here when the Biltmore estate was up and thriving my great great grandmother granny we called her granny 
um, her daddy worked in the Biltmore State Dairy. Like, he worked on the dairy farm. Um, my gran granny prophet went to Cornelia Vanderbilt's wedding. She had this little box that she had kept and everybody got a little piece of cake and she, even like the servants and like their families and stuff and granny ate the piece of cake, but she kept the little box and it had a little ribbon on it from Cornelia's wedding. Uh, I believe my mama Peggy had it, uh, tucked away somewhere and they have both since passed. Um, so I would love to find it. Um, cause that's a story I tell quite a bit. Like when people ask, Oh, how long has your family been here? How long have you been here? We've been here my whole life. We've been here the whole lives of a lot of people. Um, sorry, this delicious, uh, peppermint mocha from Starbucks is, uh, quenching my thirst. <laughs> Hoping to get them sponsorships. But, um, no, like, my family's been here for generations. I think, I think Granny's family came here from, I think, Kentucky, if I remember correctly. Um, and so it's, you know, we've been born and raised here, born and raised, born and raised. And to see the changes that have happened, I mean, I'll go to see, I'll go through Candler. I live in Tennessee now. Um, but I still work in Asheville. And yes, I make the drive every day. No, it's not that bad of a drive unless you get stuck behind people. But it's to see the changes. If I drive through Candler and then like the next month I drive through Candler, I'm like, what the fuck? What, what's this? When did they put that there? When did that become that? What the hell? And it, it's blowing my mind. How much Candler's springing up. How much Weaverville's springing up. Because I lived in Weaverville for a couple of years. Um, I lived in... I've lived in Canton and Waynesville. Uh, Clyde area for a couple years. That blew my mind how much it's changed. Like, there's just so much development. And I'm just like, where the hell are all these people coming from? This place isn't that great. And let me tell you something. It's the people that are moving here that are making it not great. Because people like me who have been born and raised here are now un because they're making it a desirable place to live, which is fine. I mean, I guess it's fine, but it sucks for people like me who, you know, not that I never want to leave my hometown. I don't, I'm not that person, but you know, you hate to see something grow up to something you don't recognize anymore, be it a person, a place, a thing, an idea. <laughs> down <laughs> um but it's it just it sucks it sucks to see the changes and to see so much change like I remember when South Slope you didn't go to South Slope and now that's where all the breweries are Bre you know why the breweries are there because it was cheap land because it was sketchy to go down there and they knew that well somebody's I mean we got to go somewhere and that's how that happened. Like, they didn't do all that because, oh, South Slope is, is a desirable place. No, they did it because it was cheap. And their rent was going to be cheap. because, Or, you know, them buying the land is going to be cheap or whatever because it was an undesirable part of Asheville. River Arts District. Now, that is the place to fucking be. But before, that's where you went to go pick up hookers and get heroin. Also, can we talk about the uh, heroin problem that's still a problem? in Asheville along with methamphetamine growing to be a bigger problem than it was hello 
Um, because all these people come here thinking it's going to be this great thing and then it's not. And guess what? That leads to homelessness. Be and I, I hate when I've been in bars before where people are tourists and they're talking about, yeah, I would love to live here. And I'm like, really? You want to get robbed uh, by a homeless person? And they were like, whoa, what? I'm like, yeah, there's a huge homeless problem in Asheville. You know, I will, you know, I'm like, what part of Asheville do you want to be in? Oh, River Arts District. Oh, so you like prostitutes and heroin. What? No, where are you getting that? Because that's what River Arts District's known for. Like, I remember that stuff. And yes, I may or may not have been talking, you know, telling people that to scare them away from moving here. I told, I flat out told people, people like you are ruining what Asheville is. Don't fucking move here. If you like Asheville, do not move here. It's okay to be a tourist and you'll be here for a week or two. Don't live here. Don't move here. You're ruining what Asheville used to be. I mean, they canceled Bell Share because it used to be about crafts and like local crafts and craftsmanship and stuff like and local business and celebration of that. And it just became this big dump. And they can't, they stopped doing Bell Share because of that. Like, because everybody was just wanting to get drunk and hang out. And it's like, yeah, you can get drunk and hang out, but let's remember what Bell Share is supposed to celebrate. I don't know. It's just kind of, it sucks. And just having people that are like, just having so many transplants and halfbacks and whatever, you know, it's, I'm just like, why Asheville? I always ask people that. Why Asheville? What made you, what made you and your family move to Asheville? What about it was so appealing to you that you said, that's the place to go. That's the place to be. And they say, oh, well, the mountains, your t people are tearing down mountains and, you know, logging forests to build million, you know, multi-million dollar houses that no one can fucking afford. But yeah, but I, you can see the mountains. You get to hike. You get the beautiful views. You're ruining the views. You're ruining the hiking spots with your trash and your debris and, you know, your lack of respect for this area. I feel like when people are from Asheville or, you know, the surrounding area, I feel like when you're actually from Western North Carolina, when you're from Appalachia, you have a certain respect and understanding that other people don't. Some of the biggest dirtbags I know that are born and raised in this area they will, I mean, just big dirt bags, you know, but when they go fishing, when they go hiking, when they go do anything outdoors, they have the most utmost respect for the out, for outside, for the, for nature. They have the utmost respect for that. Even like some of the, like the douchebags that like, you know, I know people that litter in neighborhoods, but they won't litter when they go out in the woods hunting or when they go fishing. And the difference is, fuck them people. That's the difference. Nature didn't ask to be bothered. Nature didn't ask to, you know, have roads built in the middle of it and for people to act like it's a religious pilgrimage to come here. I don't know. I just don't understand it. I do not understand it. Like, the appeal of what Asheville used to be, okay. Yes, I understand it. But what it is now, people think that what it used to be is what it still is. And it's not. 
it has changed so much and it is so it sucks it sucks to see it because you're just like man I just want like I I want it to be back what it used to be I want it to be you know, it was, it was a big town, but it was a small town feel. You always felt like you knew people. You always felt welcomed. You didn't have people walking up to you and asking you, do you want to do a little cocaine? I've had people ask, walk up to me and ask if I want to do a little cocaine. I mean, I don't know if that's Asheville or what, (laughs) but that's not what I want. But that's what Asheville's kind of becoming. Um... That's a story for another day. That's, a, that's all. I'll tell that story another day. But I don't know. I just. I don't know. I. I just don't like seeing Asheville being what it is. And I don't like. People coming here and acting like, oh, I love Asheville. It's so great. It's wonderful. But they're not they're not a part of that of the culture. They're not trying to be a part of the culture that Asheville that's that Asheville's kind of stood for, I guess. I I, I think that kind of portrays what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know. I just Asheville used to be cool. Asheville used to be cool. And now Asheville is just a really, it's trendy to be there. And I just hate that. And it, I don't know, I just, I don't understand it and it just sucks. And I don't know, I don't know. I think I'm off the soapbox. I don't know. I just, I'm very passionate about it. Um, I would love to be able to show, like, my boyfriend's from Tennessee, and which is kind of how I ended up in Tennessee, because um, that's where he's from. And I, you know, we've only been to Asheville we only, actually, really, we've only hung out in Asheville, like, once. Um, and it was rainy that day, and it was cold, so it wasn't like we could really go do a whole lot. So, like, we just went to Catawba, and then went home. But, like, I would love to show him, like, yeah, this is where this used to be, and we, you know, we used to go here, we, you know, we did this all the time. Oh, I would love to take you here, I want to take you here. And it's like, I, you can't even get in the damn door some of these places that I'd love to take him. I, I, you know, there's so much stuff in Asheville that you can do and go to. That That's cool. And I, I don't know. I just, I feel like because of what it is, because we both have like social anxiety and don't do groups well, especially him. D- Justin does not do groups well. And, um, I, it, it's, the thought of being in a crowd of people just trying to get a beer and then having to get back at the end of the line. And by the time you get back to the front, you'll drink, your beer will be gone. You can have another one. Pisses me off to no end. I've had to do that before. And that was like on a Wednesday and not a holiday. 
like just a regular average Wednesday. And I've had to, basically the line was so long, I joked and I said, I wonder if I can drink this beer in a reasonable amount of time and by the t- and have it be done by the time I get to the counter again. And I did. I did. I did not even rush myself drinking this beer. It was, wasn't particular. I mean, it was, you know, it was good, but it wasn't, you know, like, oh, I've got to drink this so quick. Uh, it was just, just like an average beer drinking, you know, drinking a gla- drinking a pint. And by the time it was done, that's when I got to the front of the line again. And I joked with a bartender and they were like, yeah, it's getting that bad. Like, all the time. And I'm just like, what? Go home, people. Go home. No one wants you. No one wants you here. Anyone from anyone that is a native Ashevillian does not want anyone else here. And that's how you can tell the natives from the transplants and the halfbacks. Transplants and the halfbacks are the ones that are saying, get down here. The natives, like me, are the ones saying, don't fucking come down here. Do not. Because that's, I mean, we're getting pushed out by people who have money coming here on a whim. And then they're going to build these million dollar houses that no one can afford. And then they're going to get tired of Asheville and they're going to move to the next, you know, place to be. And then we're left with a bunch of million dollar houses that nobody can live in. And there's a bunch of homeless people that are throwing shit out your car. Be it actual shit or, you know, milkshake. I've had a milkshake thrown on my car by a homeless person. Only in Asheville. Um, Stumpy, who, if you are familiar with Asheville, uh, Stumpy, the homeless guy with one hand, um, he's been around for years. I mean, everybody knows him. If you even say, if even if you, even if you don't know that he goes by Stumpy, You just say the homeless guy with one hand and everyone knows who you're talking about. And everyone's first words are, oh, yeah, he's an asshole. Walked into work the, uh, if it was a few weeks ago, walked into work and told me to, told me, fuck you because I wouldn't give him money for something to eat. And I'm just like, if that's not the epitome of Asheville, I don't know what is. And I don't know, it just, it drives me nuts. And I'm trying to understand what Asheville, what direction Asheville's going. Because I don't know anymore. And I don't know. I, I just, I hate seeing, I just hate seeing it. I hate seeing what this town is doing. Um... I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. And I don't even know what this means for the remaining people in Asheville, like natives in Asheville. I don't know if we're going to be able to like, just kind of ride it out and see what happens and just wait till it like peaks and then inevitably drops out. Um, cause capitalism uh, you know, and that's just kind of what humans do. Um, you know, they just, a lot of people like that, they just want to go for the next thing. 
And when Asheville inevitably becomes the not, you know, not the place to be anymore, then it's going to be kind of like, okay, well, you know, where, where else do we go? And then the end of Asheville people are going to be either left struggling or I feel like we're going to just be kind of stuck in this weird place of relief that people are leaving, but kind of like, well, what do we do from here? Or there's not going to be any natives left and people are just going to be ridiculous and this town's just going to become a shit show and it's just going to become like every other metropolitan area on the map. And, I don't know, just knowing that little fact just sucks. Um, I mean, like me, we were kicked out of our house. It was in, it was in Weaverville. And we were told by our landlord that, hey, and we needed to, like, renew the lease. So, it hadn't been renewed yet. So, we weren't in a lease. Um, but she came to us and said, hey... I need you guys to move out in two months because uh, I'm giving the place to my daughter. And there was some other bullshit in between that. And we were like, it's COVID times. And nobody was showing houses. Nobody, anywhere that was for rent um, was astronomical. It was a grand minimum. $800, $900, $1,000. You know, for rent, and we were paying seven hundred seven hundred in Weaverville for a three bedroom, two bath, single wide that was falling apart. Um, if you turn the heat on, it never turned off. So, like the the HVAC system was messed up. Um, there was no central air. Um, but it was on private land. It was on like a half acre of land or a quarter acre of land. Um, like, if you spit too hard, you would have been in the driveway of the people next to you. Like, it was awful. And it took us until the end of June to find somewhere to live. Into July, because no one was, no one was showing places because of COVID. And we couldn't stay, we couldn't afford to stay in Asheville. We couldn't afford to stay in Weaverville or anywhere else. Anywhere that, anywhere that we could find was so expensive, we couldn't stay here. So that's when we moved to Tennessee. Because we got a two-bedroom, one uh, two-bath, single-wide. So we lost a bedroom. And we lost private land. We're in, like, a small trailer park. And we pay five fifteen a month. Like... I pay $200 less for one bedroom. Like, I'm... Yeah. That shouldn't... No one should... It just shouldn't be like that. Housing is a basic right. And I'm not saying everybody, you know... Everybody deserves, you know, million-dollar houses. F that. But everyone deserves somewhere to fucking live and be affordable and not... You know... Oh, I have to decide between rent and groceries... Because it's so expensive to live here, you know? And I know I know people that do that. I have friends with kids that are literally like, it's either groceries or rent. And I don't know. I just... 
Makes me glad that I don't have kids in this time because I I don't know what I would do if I had kids and stuff being so expensive. And I'm so glad that I don't live in Asheville anymore because of that. I, it is so much cheaper in Tennessee. Go to Tennessee. Go to Tennessee. Um, it's, it's cheaper in Tennessee. You'll save money. Go there. <laughs> don't go to Asheville. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just as somebody that's been born and raised here and has seen all the changes, like, I mean, there's people that don't even know that there was a Biltmore Square Mall. If I say the Biltmore Square Mall, I'm talking about the Outlet Mall. And... If you don't know that, you don't belong here. Sorry. If you don't know that South Slope used to be the sketchy part, like one of the sketchy parts of town, you don't belong here. If you don't know that West Asheville used to be the artsy ghetto part of Asheville, don't belong here. If you don't know that Westgate Bridge is what it is. If you just call it Patton Avenue, if you could call it, I don't trust you. Uh, I can always tell people that aren't from here, by the way, that, and just something I've kind of picked up on. You can tell when people aren't from here. You can tell the people that grew up here from just by driving. Because getting onto 26 on like near Westgate, that general part of the world trying to get on 26 across Westgate. If you don't know how to boogie across that bridge, you ain't from here. If you don't know how to drive downtown Asheville, you don't belong here. If you can't figure out that the turn lane is the turn lane, you don't belong here. If you don't know that Biltmore has some of the most narrow streets in the in the entire Western North Carolina, and you keep trying to come over in my lane, you don't belong here. <laughs> it just drives me bonkers, and I just just seeing this town becoming something. That I've, I don't want to be in a metropolitan area. I've never wanted to go. I, some people want the big city. Some people want big city life. Some people want Nashville or Raleigh or Charlotte or, you know, some people want those cities. And that's okay. It's okay to want those big cities. I'm not one of those people. I like, I don't want like two bars and a stoplight. I want to be able to walk into a store and not recognize anybody. But I don't want to live in, in a big city or anything like that. I want I, Asheville what it used to be. A bigger city with a small town feel. That's what I want. That's the I miss that feeling. I'm so nostalgic for that feeling. And it just kind of cheeses me off that it doesn't feel like that anymore. It feels like it's getting like it's a growing city. And just having that. I don't know, man. It's just. It's, I don't know. I just, 
<sighs> I don't know. I'm getting to the part of the pod where I'm starting to, <sighs> I don't know. So I'm going to sign off. Um, when I start doing this, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm shooting blanks here. So let me get off. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you guys are having an awesome day or, do, or if not, I hope it turns around for you. Uh, drink some water, take five minutes to do some deep breathing and, um, I will catch you guys next time. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that little notification thing. Um, I really like seeing my numbers go up. It makes me feel like, oh wow, people are actually listening. Um, so that's cool and I really appreciate it. Um, seeing those numbers go from like five to seven to eight. I'm like, people are listening. So it's really cool. Um, it's really cool to see my hobby kind of not taking, I guess taking off. Um, anyway, um, enough being, you know, a little bit of a geek. Um, thank you guys so much. I hope you have an awesome day and, um, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.